Life can throw a lot at you. But imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Welcome to Imagine Yourself. I'm Lene. And this is Sandy. And Lene, it's time for that question. What are we imagining today? Why? 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 Like W-H-Y-Y or? Yeah, W-H-Y. We are searching for our why in life. Oh, that's like the buzzword thingy everybody's talking about, right? Yes, yes. We want to imagine yourself discovering what really and truly motivates you. The motivation behind all your actions, your choices, your words, your movements, your everything. Your purpose. Your purpose, yes. But that's only part of it. Your purpose can be something that matters for your whole life, for a huge chunk of your life. Whereas your why can be something that's more on a temporary basis or perhaps a long-term basis. Okay, so purpose is more like big picture. Yes. And then your why may have partially to do with your big picture, but also breaking it down into smaller things. And so why... Why is this such a buzzword these days? I think it's a buzzword because people find themselves dissatisfied with the way things are going in their lives. Let's put it like this. You want to make sure that your life has purpose and meaning and that you're moving in the direction that you want to. I have a few questions just for people to ponder. Why are you living in the city that you live in now? Why did you say that particularly hurtful thing to someone that you care about yesterday or last week? Why are you inviting that person to your house for your special day, your special celebration when maybe you know you don't care for them? Why are you going to go ahead and apply for a different job? Why did you go to church last weekend? Why are you thinking of adopting a child? These are all different. It doesn't apply to everybody, but why? Okay, so some of the things that you were mentioning are very small. Some of the things are very big. And some of them might seem small, but could be very big. Like I picked up on the one that where you said, why did you say that hurtful thing, which is a small thing in someone's daily life, but could have a major effect. Exactly. I chose those questions because I really want to think about expanding your view of why. Like you said, the big ones, the big purpose, the big picture with your whole purpose in life versus something That's small, but it does affect. And why? Why did you say it? So that you get to the root of it and you can perhaps change the behavior for something better. Because that's what we're all about, right? (laughs) Imagine yourself. We're trying to because our words and our actions and our whys affect other people. Exactly. So this understanding your why, like you said, it's a buzzword. It's been a big buzzword lately with motivational speakers and TED Talks and things like that. But I wanted to really emphasize it because understanding your why and identifying it can help make sure that you personally are moving in the direction that you want to versus just aimlessly wandering around and saying any old thing, (laughs) you know, getting the wrong results and remaining unhappy and wondering, how did I get here? Yeah. Also, understanding your why can help you persevere and even just get through things when the going gets really tough. That reminds me of one of those old philosophical quotes. 
that is what we need. I yes. was just going to leave it at that, but because I didn't want to pronounce the name, but we've all studied Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Oh, you Nietzsche, know, yes. In college or whatever. Not everyone, but anybody who took a philosophy class, probably, right? You know that name. Yeah, get those words of wisdom from the ancient ones. All right. Drop it for us, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> he who has a why to live can bear almost any how. Yes. If you've got a reason and a purpose behind why you're doing something, you can endure even bad situations. Create better situations, right? Yeah. And whether you're having good times or those bad times that we discussed, it is easier to identify what's your what. Mm-hmm. You know, we might say, what I want to do is buy that dress, or what I want to do is have more money or have a baby. But the next question should be, you follow it up with why. Right. It's not always obvious. You might think it's obvious, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not obvious. And sometimes once you think about the why, you start realizing maybe the what is not what you need to be doing. Right. And it can help you with discipline and self-control issues and things like that. So you want to get to the why. And like you said, it's sometimes it's harder than you think. We did that podcast on loving what you do. You mm -hmm. remember with Dr. Viva? Yeah. And it was talking about careers. And she didn't talk about it exactly as understanding your why. But she did explain to us why you might be feeling unhappy in your current job. And remember how she said sometimes you can dig a little deeper and you might even be able to keep your current job. But you just make a few little changes and tweaks either within the job or outside the job to make sure you get that fulfillment level. Right, exactly. Remember how she was kind of teaching us then. She even had an example of uh, someone who loved acting and wanted to pursue acting. But as it turns out, the type of job she was doing with the presentations and things, she was actually kind of getting that out of her. Because a lot of times we feel like we have this potential inside of us and we need to its untapped potential. And you might be able to work within the framework of your own life and your own job and your own relationship and still get the desired results. Right, exactly. Instead of looking outward, like whether it's something small like buying a dress or something big like finding a new job, you may be able to find another dress in your closet or you may... Because <laughs> you might find that the, the reason you're doing the why is because you're trying to look different or trying to impress somebody you don't even need to impress or... You got caught up with consumerism. It can be a million things. Yeah. It's not always bad to buy the dress. We're going to put that out there right now or the shoes or anything else. But um, yeah, sometimes you do have to take a look and take a step back as to why you're doing the different things. So that's the one level that we're talking about is the day-to-day -day decisions, the buy the dress decisions. The, the other level is more like that Nietzsche I want to call him Nietzsche. Can I call him Nietzsche? Uh, yes. you know, that's not the way you pronounce it. I think it is, though. Let's. Well, no, I looked it up oh. on Forvo or whatever oh. that. Yes, it's Nietzsche. Oh, yeah. goodness. Well, I know. I don't. I can't say it like that. I think we Americans just say Nietzsche. Are going with Nietzsche. Yeah. Okay. Sounds cool. <laughs> Why like we just Gucci say that? and that Nietzsche German philosopher. And Versace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back to dresses. No. <laughs> so he was talking more about um, on a big level. You can endure any why. Or anyhow, anything that's going on, if you know why. Sandy, you have just made a really good point with that whole quote and with that whole concept of enduring. Because let me tell you, when times are rough, your why 
might just be a simple, practical, temporary thing of my why is just getting through this rough patch in my life alive and with my sanity intact. Sometimes it is day to day like that, isn't it? You know, yes. And that's the part where when you concentrate on why you're doing something and what your why is, it is the motivation and then it can motivate you. It works both ways. When we talked to Kim Adams, the one of our last podcasts, yes. and she was saying how tough it is and how she can have a breakdown, she remembers those five kids. Exactly. And that is her why. That is her why for doing everything. And for many people, maybe my why is just taking care of and providing for my children. So that is why I am currently seeking employment. And she said that in the podcast, too. She was had to hustle for the sake of her children. Yeah. Or getting your kids through college successfully or surviving a medical diagnosis or an unhealthy relationship. The endurance will come because you know why you're doing it. That's the big why. That's the big why. So we've got the big whys and we got the little whys. Yes. So now when you talk about big and little whys, it <laughs> makes me think of big and little people. And little people, the way we came here in this earth, I don't know if you think about this, but children, every single time they ask you a question and you answer the question, they say, why? Yes. You, say, you know, the sky is blue. Why? You have to go to bed now. Why? You have to eat your broccoli. Why? <laughs> I still ask why I have to eat my broccoli. No, I, I, I like it now. <laughs> but do you see how if we, not to that annoying level, but if we kind of adopt a little bit of that, it could be helpful to us if we start to think I'm about to do A, B or C. Why? Oh, my gosh. If we were to stop and think about that instead of just plowing forward. And look up from our phones and think about it for a moment. Yeah. I think that would definitely help on a day-to-day basis. And to sit down and just think in general, like whether you're at a point of breakdown or whether you're just at any point in time when you want to assess, okay, are these my goals? Why am I pursuing this? Exactly. Because let me tell you something else. What you're saying is good because the opposite part these same little people that I'm talking about, these children, <laughs> yeah. um, they do something else also. They will climb up on a bookshelf and try to jump over to the other bookshelf and then fall down and break their arm. And when you look at them and you say, baby, why did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do we want to be like that? Do we want to be the one that sits around and if someone asks us, you know, why did you do that? I don't know. We want to <laughs> if know. If we say it like that, maybe we can get away with it. Like if our boss is like, why did you do that? Just act like a kid. Have I that don't tone. Know. I don't know. I don't know. But now that you've listened to this this session and you've trying to understand your why, all the all the TED Talks people actually call it, what's your why? What's your why? What's your why? But in this case, just why is your why? We want to be able to come up with a better answer than I don't know. Here's another one again with young people. When you were younger, Sandy, did you have a particular movie star or boy band or <laughs> anything that you just loved? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know what? There were a lot of boy bands or just rock stars, I guess I probably 
or little movie stars yeah. or little crushes. And I still have them. You know, every time Denzel Washington comes on or who's that guy from Parks and Rec that was also in um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Chris Pratt. Pratt. Okay. Yes. Somebody like that. Every time one of those guys comes on, my husband's like, oh, there's your boyfriend. See? So. But now the difference between then and now, of course, you're married. That's one of them. But, but, all right. Of course. But, I mean, and you, and we're just got rhetoric him, but, here. But, but the difference is, if you were like me, you had their posters up on your wall. Oh, right. And I don't do that. Yeah. No. Not okay. even a screensaver. Yeah. No. Nope. Hopefully you have you have your husband's picture up. Yeah. Well. But, <laughs> but, you know, you had the posters up. Um, I had them on my ceiling, Who in my closet. Oh, my gosh. I was in love with Ralph Macchio, the karate kid. Oh, no. Yeah. Little skinny karate. Yes. I loved him. I looked him up. He had a girlfriend. She was a nurse. Her name is Phyllis. I was like, oh, man, <laughs> Phyllis got to him. I mean, this dude, was he must have been at least 10 years older than me, but I loved the karate kid. I was going to be his woman All as right. soon as Phyllis moved out of the way. And I read about, you see, I read about him. I put posters up in the wall, ceilings in my closet. I watched the Karate Kid movie millions of times because my why was <laughs> that I wanted to be with him. <laughs> And I supported that decision wholeheartedly. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> so my poor husband's like, oh, really? Okay, but uh, but no. So in this case, can we do that not with the movie stars and the celebrities and stuff like that, but can we do that with the things, the projects, the passions that we do have in our heart? We put positive affirmations up. We put quotes. We read about it. We read how-to books. We try to do everything to enhance that why. That yeah. motivation. Yeah, absolutely. We d identify it and then we have to follow through with, okay, maybe not posters on our wall, but I guess we do have pictures of our family if our family is yeah. a big why. People have dream boards. Dream boards. Yes. Those, those can be very powerful. Even just things that you, for Instagram, the people and organizations that you choose to follow on mm -hmm. Instagram can be... Very self-affirming and very productive if you choose the right things and you're getting the types of material. If you're a financial person or you're a fashion person, those should be the things that we see evident in your life. I follow a lot of dogs on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so your why is that one day you hope to be the top dog. No. <laughs> Oh, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I follow a lot of positive people on Instagram, motivational people as well. But I, you know, I have a thing for Shih Tzus. And so. <laughs> so that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay, too. Okay. And you, and you have dogs. So I do. Right, I do. So. A Shih Tzu. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So following people on Instagram or Twitter or, you know, whatever it is, putting up your dream board. Tell me a little bit more about how you do a dream board. So your dream board, now remember, this is all a very customized, individualized thing. I don't personally have a dream board, but I do promise you that I have these, I'm just such a writing type person, hands-on person. I have notebooks for the different things that I am interested in. I fill up those notebooks or almost like scrapbook or notebooks, things like that. So mine is not particularly a dream board. So I don't have the luxury of being able to look up in a, on a certain wall and see that. Okay. But what I'm encouraging even more is just whether it is something on your wall, books in your room, something in your house, there should be a shelf 
or a closet or a drawer even that contains all those things that make up what you want to be and why you want to be there. Yes. And so you can look at it. And can I throw another why into a different direction here? Yes. Just real quick here. My nail tech, who I call Dr. Rita, unlike <laughs> your Dr. Lene, but my other therapist is, is Rita, who I go see for my nails. She has an amazing job. She said, why could also be why not? So in other words, if you see people doing things and you think, well, I could never do that. Well, why not? Why not, why not me? Why not you? Yeah. This makes me want to be reflective and, and share is it okay if I share my why with you? I love it when you share because it's always awesome. Go ahead. And it falls right in line with what you just said because I definitely have fears and things that intimidate me. And this season in my life, because that's why I said the part with why, it can change, right? But this particular season in my life, my why is why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. It does have to start with my what. And my what is that my kids are older now. I've got one off in college, one going off to high school, and I have been participating in things and doing things with people that are meaningful to me, things with my family, my friends, my church, my career path that I didn't have either the courage or the time to do before. Ah. And so my why is that I finally realize and it's through, unfortunately, the, the death of a few of my aunts and people close to me, life is precious mm -hmm. and life is short. And I want to reshape my life in a way that I get to use the gifts and the vitality that I have been given as a gift from God. And I want to use it. It's been sitting dormant since high school. I want to use it before my time on earth is over. That is my why for doing the podcast that we're doing, for doing the public speaking events that I've been working on and being invited to, for doing the writing projects that I've been working on, because life is precious. It is. That's my why. And the loss that you've seen recently has kind of driven that desire to do that even more. I can kind of see it in your face. It feels like you're getting emotional just thinking about I, it. Sandy, my best friend from middle school, and we have kept in touch all these years. Her mother passed away in this past 24-hour period Aww. and and you know, followed up. But you know, my aunt passed away right before Easter. It's just, it is saddening yet motivating. Yeah, because we, we yeah. all go at some point. Right. But losing someone that's close to you or your best friend's mom. Yeah. It just makes me rethink. I want to be more intentional about spending time with people, the ones that I love. Everything is operating. Even my husband's like, you are just different. He said this just this weekend. You are different lately. Are you okay? I said, I'm okay. Maybe I'm going through a midlife crisis. I don't know. You know <laughs> I don't and, know what kind and, of car you yeah, drive. Right, no, you still yeah, got your so, minivan? Or? That, see, that's the part. My son was like, I thought that was like a thing where you get a sports car or something. I said, I think mine is different. <laughs> <laughs> What's your midlife crisis? My midlife crisis is any event that any family member has, I'm going to make sure I'm there. 
my cousin had her 40th birthday party. My sister had her baby gender reveal. He's like, can you manage going to all these different things back to back? I'm like, yep, I'm going to everything. I'm doing everything. That's my why. Oh, yeah. Being there for people, spending the time for the people in your lives that you care about and adding meaning to their lives, adding meaning and encouragement to yours. That's it. There couldn't be a better why, really. And I think although we are talking a little bit about career here, when it comes down to it, isn't that what we are here for? Just in general to encourage other people, whether they be people in our lives that we love or people that we don't know. I hope that people that we don't even know that listen to this podcast can be encouraged. Me too. And that we can be spreading love and that we can be letting everyone know that you're okay. It's okay. There's a lot of icky stuff out there in the world and don't buy into it. That's right. If we can just, yeah, like you said, give a little light, Mm -hmm. a little love and remind people that yes, there are super hard times and there are super bad things, but there is also a whole chunk of babies being born and people who fall in love and there are beautiful things going on too. Yeah. And that's the part to remember. So we've had a podcast on loving thy neighbor and we've had one on balance and remembering that balance. There's a balance in this world. There's bad things, but there are beautiful, good things happening too. That's what we do here. That's what we, (laughs) that is our why. That is the why why of imagine yourself. Exactly. Is to bring a little light. And I think if we just touch one person, again, I'm bringing up my nail tech, Rita. She was talking about a podcast she listened to when we interviewed Kim Adams and the difficulties she's been through and overcome. And she was like, it literally brought me to tears because she has been through so much. But that emotional connection, if we can make that with people that allows them to take a next step in their life or allows them to smile or even in this case, cry, but just to connect and feel like, hey, if Kim could do it, if Sandy could do it, if Lene can do it, I can do it too. Yes. And people like Rita are reminding you of that. Yeah. She is not actually a professional therapist, no. or, you know, but she <laughs> is a good person and has become a good friend. And she is spreading her wisdom and light and love too. She is. I was like, Rita, you should go into uh, the therapy business. She's no, I, I like doing what I'm doing. <laughs> See, but, <laughs> but she is doing her own version of it. Yeah, she you know? is. Yeah. I'm sure I'm not the only one she's helping. That's right. And that is why, when you say, why does your why even matter? You see now, it matters because it determines where you will end up, what will happen in your life, who you're going to affect, and how will you feel about all of it in the end. Is it takeaway time, Dr. Lene? It sure is. Takeaway time. I would like to start takeaway time a little differently this time. First of all, I'm going to call it action time. All right. Okay. I just wanted to start it off with, there's a very reassuring Bible verse from Isaiah, and it just always reminds me that I can end up in the right direction. I can get support for my why. And it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And that's why I think we should do action steps, because I urge you to please take the action to sit undistracted and focus on your particular what's in your life 
And then I want you to think of your real, true, genuine why behind it. Not surface level, but really, really what's the motivation? What's the why? Mm -hmm. And I ask you to focus on it and pray on it and seek that help and support for it and just make your life more intentional, more powerful, more enjoyable for yourself and for everyone around you. I think that if we sit down and make that assessment and we are honest with ourselves, it can be a lot more clear. Even if you don't lie, you're not a dishonest person. I feel like a lot of us lie to ourselves because we want to say, this is my why, but really we know it's not. Right. And you don't want a little pat answer. You want a deeper, genuine one, even if it's just you, like you said, just going to be honest with yourself. Be brave enough to be honest with yourself. And then when you get to it, then you know how to proceed to support it and to move forward and to be different and to do different things to get different results. And we can imagine ourselves. Imagine yourself seeking, discovering, and understanding your true why. Thanks for listening. Now we'd like to hear from you. Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine.